All right, just a, a shorty for now. I'd love to get your thoughts. Uh, leave them below in the comments section on the Prawncast page. Um, <laughs> I'm just wondering, why on earth uh, some of the conservative commentators have shifted their attention to US politics? Haven't we got an Australian election coming up? <laughs> they are probably fearful their favourite's not going to get across the line. But look, uh, I'm talking about people like Paul Zanetti, the cartoonist. Uh, I'll get to his content in a moment or two. But look, if you follow the, uh, the Marcus Paul in the Morning Facebook page, you would have seen today I got into a, a little bit of a, a Facebook spat uh, with Rita Panihi's uh, followers on her Facebook page. I, um, I've spoken to Rita many years ago when I lived and worked in Canberra. Um, she's not one of my favourites, I have to say. I think we argued at the time, or she was upset with me or something or other. She rang the radio station, 2CC, complaining to management that I was apparently uh, rude to her. I listened back to what the... Com I can't even remember what the conversation was about, but I dared disappear disagree with her opinion and you know she said she was affronted by it she said she'd been on many radio stations and never before had she been challenged uh well that's what happens when you live in an echo chamber reader anyway i can't stand her i'll be honest i i, I just there's something about it that rubs me the wrong way it's not a personal thing i'm sure she you know she's a lovely woman in real life but can't stand the politics and for the life of me, cannot understand how she got a start uh, on Sky News. Uh, anyway, she's there. Good on her. And, and uh, she's one of those far-right conservatives, um, loves the Liberals and the Nationals. And, you know, she's one of those that just loves talking in um, left and rights. You know, if the culture wars are on fire, then Rita's right there in the middle of it, fanning the flame. She loves a good culture war argument. Anyway, so I had a, a little go on the Facebook page today and I knew exactly what was going to happen. And, you know, I, I, I love trolling the libs, the nationals. You know I love doing that. Um, anyway, and then Bernie Finn. I've never heard of this bloke before. Apparently he's an MP. He's a liberal from Victoria. He accused me of, uh, of abusing Rita Panihi. No, I didn't abuse her at all. Uh, all I simply said was that she should stop trying to perhaps gain brownie points playing culture wars. And, you know, uh, don't forget people are dying over there in the Ukraine uh, with Russia's advancement. And, and yet here she is and others, you know, having a, a crack at, of all people, Joe Biden. Look, I'm no big fan of Sleepy Joe, but, you know, surely we should be uh, focusing more on helping the Ukrainians rather than fanning the culture wars. I would have thought anyway. Anyway, Bernie Finn writes, Rita speaks the truth and all you give her is abuse. That is truly pathetic. Go away. Anyway, like I replied to Bernie, abuse, geez, mate, didn't you? I didn't actually know conservatives could be such snowflakes. Um, anyway, Maybe I should have called her a despot because, I mean, the hypocrisy with these people just ranks. It does. This is a bloke, Bernie Finn MP, who just a day or so ago called Jacinda Ardern a despot, for God's sake. And yet they have a little whinge because I dared challenge Rita Panihi. I don't know, maybe Bernie was hoping for a segment 
on uh, her award-winning, or is it? Anyway, on her massively rating, no, it's not, I'm not even that, on her little television show on Sky. Anyway, it's all a bit of fun, that's all it is. And uh, the other one that was really interesting, and I've noticed, because I follow these people, I follow both sides, of all sides of politics, but I've noticed that Paul Zanetti, he's one of those cartoonists, uh, and I've loved his, I love his cartoons, I've loved his work. I didn't realise, though, he was so far to the right or such a conservative. Um, he's a, he, oh, he's had a real red-hot go at the culture wars on his social media page this week. Uh, for instance, uh, just a, a few moments ago, I've noticed he's put up, uh, and this is, you know, continuing a theme of his on his page, Paul Zanetti cartoonist, of, uh, of you know, pumping up Trump's tyres while having a crack at Joe Biden. And, of course, linking it in, you know, the only reason that Ukraine made a move on Russia was because Joe Biden was the American, or is the American president. What a load of rubbish. Anyway, that's my thoughts on it. Maybe you disagree. Uh, but, you know, he puts up memes like this, a picture of Donald Trump with the hair coiffed like, I don't know, something from, there's something about Mary, but I won't go there. Anyway, hard times create strong men. Strong men create good times. That's next to Donald Trump. And then there's a picture of Joe Biden with his head down, looking like he's sleeping, but I don't think he is. He may, may be in thought. I'm not quite sure. But you know, of course, the uh, the photograph isn't the most uh, the best one that you'd find. And here he goes: Good times create weak men, and weak men create hard times. So he's having a crack there at Joe Biden. In another one, he's put up another meme with um, it's from a, uh, a a movie called I think it's Black Hawk Down or, or one of those war movies uh, with Samuel L. Jackson. Sir, we're under heavy fire, requesting air support to which there's an American general who's dressed up in drag replying, we're only sending back up to vaccinated troops and sir is not my pronoun. I mean, really? Really? Using the uh, devastation in Ukraine and playing the culture wars with it. I just think it's ridiculous. And on it goes, you know, there's a picture here of, of Putin. Why would I attack America? Right under that. You already have Democrats for that. Yeah, and and making fun of uh, US tanks being in pink while Russian tanks, as they make their way, causing destruction in, in the Ukraine, you know, of, of, of being all powerful and all the rest of it. Anyway, that's, uh, that's what I've been thinking this afternoon. I, why are they, um, some of these far-right commentators, focusing on the United States all of a sudden. Um, don't we have an election here in Australia? Where's the focus on uh, the politics here? Where's, uh, have, they, have they given up already? Maybe that's what it is. Maybe they've given up. You know, whatever, things are pretty bad, and let's be honest, they're pretty bad here for the LNP at the moment. You look at the, uh, the latest news poll that was out today, it's still bad reading for the Liberals and Nationals. Maybe these commentators are given up, so they'll they'll turn their focus elsewhere uh, to get their outrage, uh, you know, their outrage uh, followers getting on board with them. I'm not quite sure. 
All right. Well, anyway, there's just a couple of thoughts. Just uh, something else that popped up and I, I posted regarding FIFA. Uh, the Football Federation have decided that Russia can continue their bid to qualify for the next World Cup. I'm not even sure where it is, but I say yet. What do you say? Should Russia be banned from all major international sporting events as part of wider sanctions? Well, I actually think they should, to be perfectly honest. I think they should. And something else you might want to comment on and something we uh, we touched on on the Facebook page today in relation uh, to the $4 billion emergency fund. Sorry, Brisbane. Sorry, Lismore and, and other flood-affected areas. The $4 billion that's been set aside is for a future emergency fund and uh, it was supposed to be used for mitigation. Well, stuff all's been done in relation to that. I haven't seen any new, any new dams being built, have you? Or any flood levies being built by the Liberals and Nationals in the last couple of years? But the interest they've earned on this four billion bucks, nearly 800 million, not bad. Anyway, I noticed Peter Lindsay, um, someone hopped on my page trolling me. Marcus, the $4 billion is a future fund. The idea is that you use the profit from that investment to mitigate the acute effects. Anyway, acute is A-C-U-T-E, not double C, of future natural disasters by investment in infrastructure, etc. Dealing with the real-time effects of a current disaster is done by a different mechanism. Oh, my God, these people, where do they come from? All right, well, you tell that to somebody in Lismore that's just lost absolutely everything. You tell somebody uh, in Brisbane who's going through the same thing, hundreds of homes and businesses inundated by floodwater, that $4 billion should be being used immediately. I know there's other money that's available, but what about that $4 billion fund that was set aside of taxpayers' money for emergencies? the emergency fund money. Why hasn't any of it been spent? Um, all right, well, make sure you let me know your thoughts on these and other issues. You can certainly do that uh, by uh, leaving your comments on the Facebook page. Throw us a couple of bucks if you can on Patreon as well. We'd appreciate that. And we'll be back tomorrow with some more thoughts and another prawn cast. Bye-bye.